0: Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. Also be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnRays. And you can send us emails, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, Ulysses the Tampa Bay Rays take 3 of 4 from the Cleveland Indians, soon to be Guardians actually. Uh they are now the Rays are now uh one game back of the Red Sox in the AL East. The Rays are 60 and 40, the Red Sox are 61 and 39. And with that, it is a Monday, which means it's time for our takeaways, observations and what we learned. From the Rays baseball weekend, Ulysses, what do you got?
1: Well, you really can't count on the Yankees to to do anything <laughs> these days. My goodness, if if you want something done, you got to do it yourself, and uh, can't count on the on the yeah. on the so-called bombers. Uh, we're that, we're gonna get to really... that
0: later, but they are a mess. It, it's so <sighs> funny because it's it's like, man, who do you root for or against when the yeah. Red it's Sox always are facing the Yankees? Yeah
1: it's always an issue. You're always like conflicted, but in this one, okay, we had a clear, okay, I'd rather see the Red Sox lose. And of course um, they don't. Uh, My big takeaway. Well, there are six days left until the trade Mm -hmm. deadline passes us by. There's a lot of talk about what the race need. Of course they got boomstick. That's perfect. That's all we've ever asked for. It's a big, big mashing uh, bat. Now the question is what else do we need? Well, if you look at what the Rays can can kind of acquire starting pitching is definitely in, in, in those plans. I'm thinking about Charlie Morton, I'm thinking about what he's done in 2021 in 111 innings, a nine and three record, 365 ERA, 130 punch outs, and a 114 whip. If I'm looking at his last three starts in 19 innings, he's only allowed 12 hits, nine walks, and 23 Ks. Um, we put up a hypothetical trade on Twitter and boy were people just upset Kevin they were just not having it um uh, let's towards- clear the air you put that poll up on Twitter
0: I had nothing <laughs> to do with it I gave you the okay and let you run with it but I was I was not involved in all that I would like to separate myself I would like yeah to leave
1: the room here for a okay. moment that's and fine let you explain I'll explain that the, I'll t- I'll take the the the, the heavy you brunt take of the this. L you take the L yeah. like
0: the Yankees do
1: People were just upset. They were just not. People need to re-freaking-lax. Oh, my God. People took their coffee mug and then just smashed it across the way. They were like, this is ridiculous. Um, So, of course, the options were uh, Margot and Padlo for Charlie Morton, uh, Xavier Edwards and Fairbanks, um, Greg Jones and Margot and randy arroz arena by himself as we know these were the options that, that that i put on the poll because of the two biggest needs that the 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 braves need mm-hmm. relief pitching for that bullpen that is disas- a, a disaster and outfield help of course but let me read you a couple of comments kevin because these were yeah. just kind of uh my favorites to read um At Jason Ga 123 says, well, I'm not giving up Margot, Fairbanks, or Randy for one year of Charlie Morton. Samantha Sherhat goes, none of the above. Our friend Ty McCann says, love Chuck, but I'm just not in love of what it would take him back for just a year. Uh, At Greeny Raise Up says, I don't want to give up Margot, Edwards, or, or Rosarena. If we did, I'd want back better than Morton, like Scherzer. So a lot of no thank you, this is too much, but I right. didn't see in any of these proposals except for maybe Austin's, um, you know, an alternative. And that's what, we, uh, what I was trying to post, is like, vote for one of these. If you don't like them, give me your options. But I didn't hear a lot of options in those comments. It's just a lot of, hey, no, oh, sugar, honey, iced tea, no. So Kevin, I post the question to you, if you're not involved with the Twitter thing, with the Twitter poll. Can you get in the Twitter mindset of these people, of these Rays fans? And without fleecing the Braves, what do you think is a fair trade proposition to obtain Charlie Morton in 2021?
0: Look, I think any one of those deals would be respective or fair. Maybe instead of Xavier Edwards and Pete Fairbanks, maybe it's Greg Jones. In Pete Fairbanks, I think that might be more apt and more appropriate because Greg Jones isn't quite the level of prospect. I don't think that Xavier Edwards is. And plus, Greg Jones, I think, is being more or the idea is for him to be deployed as an outfielder. I think the Margot and Padlow, even that might be a little bit light. I know that got the most votes. I think you might have to throw in a better prospect than Kevin Padlow. Look, the issue here is, and uh, did you mention what Austin
1: Holloway, his trade proposal was? That was, no, I didn't, but that was, that was pretty, that was pretty good. I liked that one. Okay. I thought that was a little bit light too. Look,
0: we have to realize that. So I guess he went to one of those trade value websites and his scenario or what he came up with is the Rays would get Charlie Morton and give up. Strider, I, I don't know who that is, quite frankly. I, I imagine uh, a reliever, right-handed pitcher. And the Rays would have to give the Braves Kevin Padlo and Brett Phillips. Again, I think it's going to take more than that. I think, okay, if you're going to throw Padlo into the deal to clear a 40-man space, you're going to have to give a better... You're going to have to give Margot or something better than that to get Charlie Morton, considering all the suitors that I would think Charlie Morton is going to have. And we have to realize that we're, we're getting to. And this is something that's been going on for a while since the advent of Baseball America, Baseball Perspectives, FanGraphs. We get way too in love with our prospects. We we get to we we're, we're prospect huggers. Yes. Not all these guys are going to be able to play or make an impact. Like you like to say a lot of them, many of them are lottery tickets. Like I know there was a contingent out there that thought that the Rays may have given up as much as we're glad to see Nelson Cruz, as much as the fan base is glad to see Nelson Cruz, there definitely was a portion of the fan base that was upset that the Rays had to give up Joe Ryan and Drew Sprotman. Look, the Rays just they had to send down uh Taylor Walls and Vidal Bruhan in the last couple of weeks. And they're gonna have right. to make more moves, too, when Margot and Archer and Anderson and uh Fyreisen and Thompson and all these guys are getting ready to come back to the IL, uh, come back from off the IL. So something's going to have to give. And to your point, um, you know, the Ray is going after a big name starting pitcher and uh, at the trade deadline. This might be the opportunity to swing. This might be the opportunity to take the chance. You have a lot of good players, a lot of players with potential on your roster. You can trade a
1: couple good players for a great player, even if it's just for a rental, if you're going for this thing. See, this is the thing I don't understand about the fandom. It's because you want to keep your prospects, but then you don't want to let go of the major league team either. Like you have to let go of one of them, either the people that are on the 26 man roster or the ones that are 40 man or the ones that are in the farm. You have to let go of something because yeah, you want Charlie Morton, you want Sonny Gray. Oh yeah. Bring me Max Scherzer, but I mean, you have to have value back yes. to that other team, and you have to pick. It's either the twenty-six man and forty man, or the farm, and that's what I don't understand about the the vitriol, really. That that right. that this poll received, because look, you have to let go of something. You have to let go of something, and I understand that those names might be uh, might carry a lot of cachet within the mm-hmm. race fan base, and nobody wants to, of course, uh, get rid of. Um, slap blank prospect, but, but to your point, the Charlie Morton price is not going to rise because of, you know, his two months of of, of service that he can give the other team or two right. months plus if, if that team goes to the playoffs, it's because of the competition that is after Charlie Morton. That's what makes the price go higher. It's that other teams need them. You don't think, I mean, honestly, the Yankees are a disaster, but, of course they're in. Always mm-hmm. for for to 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 buy at the trade deadline. Of course they're in. The Red Sox. You don't think the Red Sox want to get some uh, some some separation from the Rays and 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 get a Charlie Morton? the Padres are basically getting everyone that they can get their hands on. Basically the Mariners are making moves. Yes. I I mean, people, everybody that is, has a semblance of a chance is going after targets. That's what's going to make Charlie Morton's value go up or at least the asking price to go up. And so again, if you want Charlie Morton, you got to decide what you are willing to part with prospects, Forty man spots, twenty six man step spots. You can only play so many people. You have yes. to let go of something. Uh, I wonder if this poll would have shook, shaked out differently, or if
0: people would have a different reaction if you would have included Kevin Kiermeier in one of these proposals. I wonder if that would be more palatable to the fan base of, you know, Kevin Kiermeier and Pete Fairbanks or Greg Jones. And uh, Kevin Kiermeyer, I wonder if that would give a different reaction. But then people are tied to Kevin Kiermeyer too. Like, yep. and the other thing with Charlie Morton is if you really want to go for this thing, there's not many other guys that have the playoff pedigree that he has. You insert him into the rotation, ideally oh, with Tyler Glass now, that you can be up 2 0 pretty quick. Yes. That, It's all about what you're looking for, but this idea that, I mean, you, you you don't want to part with a a top 10, top 15, top 20. I mean, this isn't this the whole reason uh, that you have a great farm system is that you have options and you have leverage and you can do different things. Like I know it's also for cost control, but again, you only have a 26 man roster. They just sent down Vidal Brujan and Taylor Walls
1: and a couple other guys are probably going to have to be sent down or dealt with in some other way too. And I understand two top 20 prospects in Joe Ryan and Drew Strodman does seem like a high asking price for Nelson Cruz. But then again, guess what? Then you have Nelson Cruz batting third for the rest 60 plus games of the season. I I, I really, I don't understand. Yes. The raise nation raise nation is two prospect hugging right now. Like, you have to let go. Not everybody is going to be a superstar, okay? Not even the superstar prospects might turn out to be superstars, okay? Well, Nothing is given to you in life, all right?
0: That is very true. I mean, just think about it. Go, Go to every top 100 prospect list in baseball over the past 10, 15 years. How many of those guys truly, truly make it? Yep. It's a pretty small percentage. At the end of the day, so let's keep that in mind. So, all right. So, are you on board? Are, are the Rays gonna make a move? Are you doubling down and saying they're they're in uh, on Charlie Morton? They're in on Jose Barrios and Pablo I think Lopez and all these other guys. Okay. I think they're knocking
1: their doors. I think they're they're calling uh, Bra- yeah. the Braves. I think they're calling everybody. Um, I don't know how if it's going to happen, obviously, but I think they are calling. I, just the Nelson Cruz thing gives you hope because that that would have never been in the mo of the race front office to 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 do what they just did and because they just shook it all up and they shook the industry too uh with with 10 days to go in the trade deadline i I think it does give you a little bit of hope of like well maybe they are going for it and and they do get another starting pitcher
0: yeah i agree and here's the other thing with nelson cruz i'm not totally convinced or I think there's a possibility that he could be a Ray next year if yes. things go very well, that he may take a little bit of a discount or the Rays like what he does on the field and in the clubhouse enough to, okay, you're worth that investment for another year, maybe another two years. So he wasn't just saying.
1: expensive three years ago. He signed with the twins for two years, 14 yeah. mil apiece. So three years later, as a 42-year-old, you would think the price has to come down a little bit from that. So maybe two years, 10. Yeah. I mean, like, let's go
0: look. And and I think with the final thing on, you know, the rays going after a big fish at the trade deadline. I mean, as long as Wander Franco, isn't included in a deal, as long as Shane Boz isn't included in a deal, everything else just about is on the table. I yes. think, I think everything else could be a possibility for sure with that. Uh, okay. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track it all at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Again, head over to the website or use that mobile device of yours to sign up today and receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N. Again, promo code Locked On, L O C K E D O N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, Ulysses, a couple of takeaways that I had from the weekend. Uh, first off, uh, I did want to dive into a little bit the. Cleveland Indians changing their name officially, I guess, beginning next season to the Cleveland Guardians. And we had discussed the uh, the name change briefly on our locker room episode on Friday evening, but I'm still disappointed. I'm still disappointed by this name change. I think, look, they could have hired me. They could have, they, they probably <laughs> spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions to try to yes. come up with that name, and still, in my opinion, I think the logo, I think the name, I think a little bit of everything underwhelmed a little bit. Yeah. I get the the traffic bridge connection if you're from Cleveland and traffic guardians, all that stuff, but you, you, when I think of Cleveland, besides sports, I think of one thing, and it's not the Rust Belt. It is the Rock and Roll Music Hall of Fame. Yes. It's built right in there. The Cleveland hits, double entendre, buddy. You have a bat intertwined with a music tune. There you go. Uh, You know, I I solved it, Cleveland. I fixed it. The Cleveland hits. That has a ring to it.
1: Do you think it might come, uh, you know, to to haunt them? Because, you know, they don't have that much of a big hitting team. So if you called the hits, it would be kind of funny if they are just the worst you know, a that team in the league and gets no hit. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you. I think they went safe. I think it's Cleveland safe. I think if you are from Cleveland, you get it and and you might really like it, but from the outside perspective, it really does look like um, the safe option, the safe option yeah. and not a lot of pizzazz. They just went, Hey, let's save on half of our Jersey. Uh, you know, sewing material. Right. Because we've got the DNs already and we just have to come up with the first part. <sighs> you know, what? A, it's it not was was Like, so I feel like if whatever. you're going to
0: name, if you're going to change a name for the first time in how many years, like, you better do it right and do it big. In Cleveland Guardians, it almost sounds like a D League or G League uh for for basketball or something it's very yeah.
1: very pedestrian i would say it's and normal it's 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 it's, yeah. it's very safe it's just like you know washington nationals like that's right. such a lame name um yeah the washington senators would have been cooler you know that, that throwback just mm-hmm. like it would have been cool if if the cleveland guardians would have chosen their their throwback name in, in the spiders
0: yeah and i'll let here Cleveland hits. That's my top one, but I got some others as
1: well. Okay. That kind of
0: tie into the rock and roll music hall of fame. And then some others that Cleveland is known for. So you could do the Cleveland rockers. You could do the Cleveland tunes. Here's one. Okay. And I did some research on this. So before I give you this name, let me also note, we of course know about the rock and roll music hall of fame, but also Cleveland little known fact here. Cleveland has a NASA Technology Center, NASA Research Technology Center. So this one, in a way, could be a little bit of a double homage to music and NASA, the Cleveland Stars. Think of music stars. Think of space stars. I dig it. That's an idea. Yeah. Um, the other thing I learned is again, these aren't as strong Cleveland hits. That's my, that's my top prospect, right? There. right. And then Cleveland stars kind of, that's your wonder that Franco. You don't much. deal that one. Yes. Yeah. That, that's not yeah. my Kevin Padlo. These, these no. are my Kevin Padlo's coming up. I'm sorry. Um, so I found out that, uh, Cleveland is known as the forest city. So you could have the Cleveland explorers perhaps, or the Cleveland okay. foresters. And that's it. I, I gave you five names there. And I think that a couple and of those may be better than the Guardians, quite frankly.
1: What if they suck a one-year? They think they can just be called the Cleveland Logs. There we go. That works as well. You could switch it over. Or you
0: just burn the forest. You set, it on, <laughs> you set the mascot on fire. You have a little forest <laughs> mascot, and you just uh, blow it to flames there. Uh, yeah. So that's what I got. I, I think okay.
1: that it's not bad. I, I, I really like the, hope the stars and hits are pretty good. Yeah.
0: Maybe if there's a, a day and age when the Rays move to Ebor City and Tampa – uh, Hillsborough County. Well, well, maybe there'll be consideration of a name change there. Tampa Bay Stogies, Tampa Stogies, just throwing that out there. That might be an option as well. Uh, okay. The other thing I learned, um, besides the fact that it is so fun to watch Nelson Cruz. I mean, it is just, Mm -hmm. man, uh, throw, throw launch angle, throw barrel percentage. He doesn't have to get all of a pitch to send it out on a line drive to, to deep center. Like, Yeah, he's
1: boomstick for a reason, guys. Uh, You know, I was talking to my partner about this and she said, you know, what's nice about Nelson Cruz is that when he hits it out, he acts like he's been there before. Like he's not even surprised. Like he knows that that's the outcome when he makes contact. And it's Mm -hmm. true. When Brett Phillips hits one out, you know, he's getting. He's like, dude, I got one out. Even Choi, who has pop. He hits one out, he's like, Hey, yes. it happened again. Guys, I did it. You know, there aren't that many guys in in, in Brendan Lau because of his cold streak. He's like, Oh, finally one. There we yes. go. Okay. Um, it's nice to have a guy who just hits them like it's just the regular thing that should happen. And 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 that has never been the case for the Rays. I mean, this guy has 430 plus home runs. Yeah in his career. The Rays have never had that. They are, I mean, you know, you can put Crime Dog, sure, but like do we really want to go back to 1999 folks? Uh, right. I know there's a lot of love for for those stars in in, in late 90s, but uh, let's let's be real. Nobody wants to go back to 2000. Nobody yeah. wants to do that. Um so it's really nice to have that kind of pop in the middle of the order.
0: Man, you just wonder if he would have had a full 162 in 2020 if that could have added to his hall of fame case i mean he could have legitimately had another 2025 bombs just another step another inch closer to 500 that's the big marker right there and who knows maybe he has a couple years left in the tank but man there is and i think the thing with nelson cruz not just what he provides the the pop and the panache in the lineup, but, and I think this has been touched on before is, and there's a reason that Taylor Walsh was sent down instead of Wander Franco. I mean, this is an opportunity for Wander Franco to really soak up what Nelson Cruz, his experience, his expertise, his knowledge of the game, and that mentor protege type thing, yes. uh, I think is going to be invaluable Huge. for- uh, for Wander Franco uh, Franco coming up. In fact, I mean, Franco called Cruz a Hall of Famer. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if he's quite there yet, but you can just tell there's that built-in natural respect there between those two guys.
1: 100%. And this is a guy that Wander has seen growing up playing. A- yeah. And of, so, of course, there's going to be that kind of like, oh, well, you know, I want to have that career. I mean, if, yes. if, if Wander Franco ends up having the type of offensive numbers that Nelson Cruz has... I think every race fan would be pretty happy. They'd be pretty pretty happy. I'd be, it'd be it'd be pretty great. Uh so yeah, this is a guy that he gets to learn from and I don't um you know, obviously Franco being the the, the having the biggest spotlight, this is going to be the easiest uh relationship uh, yeah. to to try to make, but honestly everybody's going to get better. Brendan Lau is going to get better. Austin Meadows is going to get better. Jiman Choi. And we talked about the the benefits that they're going to see by uh, the the person behind or or in front of him in in the lineup. And it turned out to be just like that. Was it Saturday where Jiman Choi went three for four? He just went off with a home run and a couple doubles. Like you're going to see the impact of the players around Nelson Cruz get better. And if they get better, Look, it's been 100 games, guys, and they've won 60 of them. Yes. This is a good team. And, yeah, we have a mic in uh, in front of our faces from Monday through Friday, sometimes Monday through Saturday. And, and, and we have to nitpick. And so sometimes we might say things that are negative and people don't understand that. But... The whole picture, the big picture, this is a good team. Yeah. This is a really good team. And they've done wonders, okay, to, to get to this point. So it's an amazing thing. It's 100 games that we've seen, 60 of them have gone their way. The, in the beginning of the season, we both matched up in saying that we thought that this team was good enough to go from 88 to 92 wins. If right. they keep playing like they have at that rate, which it's a, it's a better schedule for the Rays and all of mm-hmm. that, they would reach 97, 98 wins. Yeah. that's Let's keep that into perspective. You you could almost argue 60
0: and 40 right now with everything that the Rays have gone through with injuries and free agent exodus and so forth, that that's more impressive than the 40 and 20 mark that they put up last year. Uh, Not to mention the fact that, you know, uh, losing my train of thought here, but... I had a point that I was going to make about uh, the Rays being 60 and 40 instead of 40 and 20. Well, okay, here, this is what I was going to say, that I think even they surprised the front office this season. And I don't know if they would have expected April, May, that they were going to make a move for Nelson Cruz. I think this was the year of, all right, this is the prospect rollout year and see what happens. And it turns out, oh, we might actually really, no, we're legitimately in this thing.
1: Yes, thank you for saying that. that you don't say the transition year as the GM of this team and then make the biggest splash ever for the franchise in that same year the the rays have surprised the front office everything has gone better than i think they they thought it would and good that's awesome but that also speaks to the uh, to the planning and and to the work ethic of these players all of that uh but yeah definitely caught everybody by surprise when you say transition year oh by the way we're, we're having the the biggest trade deadline acquisition ever yeah uh,
0: last thing I want to mention on the takeaways and actually want to posit a question to you, Drew Rasmussen. Do you think he has future starter potential future starter in how the Rays use starters of not really
1: starter necessarily, but bulk guy that gives you four to five, maybe five and a third innings? He looked mighty good. He yeah. looked good. And uh, I wouldn't put it past them to to try to do that. I mean, if if a guy can be stretched out, I don't think the Rays would opt yeah. not to stretch him out. I mean, they're the the it's this is the same front office that um tried Alex Colum a as a starter mm-hmm. first. Let's not forget that. Um and it didn't work and so you you become a reliever and he became a very successful reliever. I I I wouldn't be opposed to trying, you know, Drew a, 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 as a bulk guy, you know, if he can, if he can be stretched yeah. out. I think that would be great. And again, the rays have a lot of arms and so if you can just pinpoint which ones can be uh you know succeed in a, in a specific role i think that would be best but again competition is going to speak a, a lot about that but maybe we don't see that in 2021 if right. anything i think we would see that in 2022
0: and and that's my point i put that on twitter and i get some reaction of a, oh he's had two john, tommy john surgeries and no he's not starter material uh, let's not limit this guy maybe he is he already has the Fastball that rides 97, 99. He has the slider off of it and he has a developing changeup. And one thing I really noticed about Resmussen was the fact that um even with that high velocity fastball, I know it's pretty straight. I know it doesn't have a lot of shape and movement to it, but even a pitch at that velocity draws up a lot of weak ground balls. He is a ground ball pitcher. And, yeah. and Wander Franco, Joey Wendell, G Man Choi, Brandon Lau- elite Ate it up. Ate all those weak ground like you would think that a guy throwing that hard would man the exit velocities are really going to spike but because guys can't really get on top of it they have trouble with it so I'm just throwing that out there I did get a little insurance and assurance here because uh, Matt Germain on Twitter basically had similarities between uh, Rasmussen and Nate Iavaldi and the way they throw and their body types and both had. Uh, multiple TJSs there, so just want to throw that out there uh, for Drew Rasmussen, um, and he also has consistent release points uh, with all the uh, all of his three pitches there. So uh, maybe maybe to become a starter down the line, he needs a couple of belt bars. That might be the thing. Listen.
1: Well, you know, it's never a bad time to get yourself a built Bar. So if Drew is hungry, feeling like he needs a little bit of extra protein, why not get a built Bar? Did you know, Kevin, that built Bar has so many delicious flavors? Of course you do, because we talk about them all the time. And yes. why wouldn't we? They are delicious and they're healthy. There is something always for everyone. When you talk... To a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their flavors. I am passionate about peanut butter brownie. You know I cannot get enough of that. But there's also other flavors like coconut, salted caramel, double chocolate, cookies and cream. they, They go all over the place. In fact, they're so good that Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that neat?
0: Yeah, that is very neat. In, instead of uh, batons, they use built bars to, to pass it between the runners and the 4x400
1: relay. That's what I'm told anyway. At least that's practice, right. I've, I've seen it. Exactly, that. yeah. So uh, get yourself a built bar packet or or or, or a box. Uh, go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you will get 15% off your order. Again, that promo code is LOCKED15. For fifteen percent off at Built.com. Okay, Ulysses. Uh,
0: the Rays have an off day before facing the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees, who you would have thought they would have won yesterday, but no. The Red Sox break up a no hitter in the eighth inning and storm back for the improbable five-four win against the Yankees. Uh, man, if 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 George Steinbrenner was still alive, he might have just <laughs> fired everybody and released everybody. Yes. Uh, on the team in the front mm-hmm. office i mean you look at and let let's be this is a team 51 and 47 and oh yeah they have the second highest payroll in baseball at
1: 203 million dollars the raise by the way 74.3 million dollars I- imagine just spending so much money to be mediocre yeah like that, that oh. i mean how are you i mean how are you a yankees fan in 2021 and not say look this is awful this is just ridiculous so mediocre so mediocre and that's the thing
0: like a lot of the guys that they were really dependent on are not living up to expectations dj LeMahieu might be the biggest example he's only got a 708 ops 265 batting average labor torres has been crap this year although he's i guess heating up a little bit he's on my fantasy team but still 674 ops all year long i think he, i think they need to play the orioles more so he he can do the randy ros of get all my home runs against the orioles that yeah. might be the thing john carlos stan yeah okay he's got 16 homers and 815 ops but like you're paying that guy how much and he's only
1: yes. i mean austin meadows is outperforming him so it's like he's not even living up mike like, zunino if, Mike Zanino yes. has a higher OPS and more home runs than, than Giancarlo stand. All right. Yeah. So like it really it's uh, maybe not the OPS, but I think he does have a. It's very close. close though. I think it's, it's close. close. I think yeah. it's like 20 points. Honestly, off. like the only, the only, it shouldn't be an argument player- though. I'm sorry. It yeah. shouldn't be an argument. Mike Zanino right. shouldn't be 20 points away from <laughs> Giancarlo Giancarlo's no, OPS.
0: Yeah. Stay in the fact that you're not even playing defensively and you've struggled to stay on the field the last couple of years. Like, it, when you're playing, your OPS better be 950 to a thousand at year end, and yeah. that's—I doubt that's going to happen. Like, really, the only Yankees player, at least offensively, that is exceeding expectations is Ruffner O'Dor, and it's not like he's super great. It's just like he couldn't really be worse than the than what he's than just he, better than, than the, rest. the Rangers, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, look, uh, we're not going to go into a huge like series preview here, but man, the Yankees are reeling and ravaged by injuries too. Oh my gosh, this list of injuries, oh boy. You have Corey Kluber, who hasn't pitched since May, Luis Severino, Luke Voigt has a knee, Aaron Hicks has a wrist, Clint Frazier has a vision issue, Miguel Andujar has a wrist, Aaron Judge, Gio Urshela, Kyle Agashioka, all on the COVID list. I guess they'll probably be uh, coming out or, or should be eligible to come out of that, uh, when they play the Rays at the Trop, but then they'll probably complain about the drop field turf. So that'll be a whole thing. Uh, they traded for Tim LaCastro to find some athleticism because they don't have any guys that can run the base as well. And he is going to be out for the season with a knee injury. Gary Sanchez is day-to-day with back issues. Uh, one of the prospects that they called up, Chris Gittens, uh, collapsed his ankle running to first base. So uh they're in trouble i think they're in trouble
1: they're in trouble they're mediocre they of, yes of course they've been ravaged by the il but i don't want to hear it, i don't want to hear it from a yankee fan when you look at the Rays il yes. of 14 deep and 13 of them are arms yes uh, and and they are a, and they have a 60 40 record with like a third of their budget so again right. that that's just inexcusable as a, as a yankee fan but i'm excited for this for this uh for this week I mean, this week is going to be mm-hmm. just full throttle if you're a racer. And not only do you get the Yankees first, who are reeling, and you can get them. And there are lefties, which we've ha- we've seen how the Rays have had trouble with lefties this season. Well, right. the boomstick is at the top. Yes. You're going to have to love... Um, to to see Nelson Cruz in the middle of that lineup against the Yankees. And then at the end of the week, we're going to see the Red Sox come to town. Of course, July 31st, we're going to go there. It's going to be an awesome atmosphere. We're going to be handing out some goodies, of course, to the people that say hi to us. Uh, You get free goodies from us. Nothing major. You're not going to get Nelson Cruz uh, life-size bobblehead uh, or a shirt or something. Yeah, Yeah, no, but you're you're going to get something, a little bit. You'll get our presents. That's what you'll get. Presence, not presents maybe a little <laughs> present but just a uh, little bit one a little yeah. a little bit um there no it's go. gonna be exciting i'm i'm excited yeah. and again jordan montgomery going for 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 the yankees uh he again just a mediocre kind of year for him three and five three nice cra 105 punch outs he has looked good in his last three outings especially right. the one against boston where he went five and two thirds with with no runs allowed but I like McClanahan. I, I think he looked really crisp on his last one. But let's remember also he did struggle against the Yankees at the Bronx. Yeah. He, he couldn't even get out of the fourth inning. That was that big game we talked about with the bases right. loaded situation and all that. But, um, but looking now for good things for Shane.
0: He's, he's more comfortable. He's settling in. It's a game at home. And it's a, a game against not a full strength reeling Yankees team. Like this is your opportunity to really impose your will on yeah. them if you're the Rays, like really the only pitching matchup and Jordan Montgomery at the end of the day, like he's really a four or five, I think. Yeah. He's had success against the Rays, but he is what he is like really the only pitching matchup this week against the Yankees. You should be concerned about, I would think is Garrett Cole going up against Luis Patino, but Hey, if G man Choi's in the lineup against Garrett Cole (laughs) on Thursday, then good things might be prone to happen there. And, uh, you know, the, the, the last thing I'll mention, and you mentioned that uh, the Yankees will have a couple of lefties on the mound. Again, maybe an opportunity Wander Franco to produce from the right side of the plate and down in the order where pressure is off of him a little bit it's because nice. Boomstick is in the lineup. So it's not like, okay, like well, Wander, the 20-year-old, you're, you're third you're or fourth. You really need, we really need you to come through here. Whereas sixth, much more settled, sees more pitches, can get some intel on the iPad and from Nelson Cruz and others before he steps up the first time. So Uh, a hundred percent.
1: I I really, and I just want to close that out. Uh, Having Wander not be the savior. We talked about this before he even comes to MLB. Do not make that mistake of making Wander Franco the savior of this offense. And so that's nice that they waited. Um, I was always one to wait. I think you were also one to wait. Now you have him up there but you don't have to, he doesn't have to be the guy. That's so great. That's so I I am all for this boomstick acquisition. It's going to make the race so much better. I'm excited. Kevin, can you tell I'm excited excited. this week, but July 31st, let's see some people. Let's see some race fans. And on Sunday, there's Sunday night baseball. Finally, the race gets some Sunday night baseball. Um, You know, it's going to be exciting, but let's, let's make sure to, to, to go to the trop and, and have some fun, especially the uh, the 31st. Let's, let's, you know, meet us. Uh, we'll tweet out and, and we can, you know, give out the little goodies that we'll have.
0: Yeah. July 31st. If you're going to that game or interested in going to that game, uh, just DM us or send us a message and we'll tell you where we're sitting and when we plan to meet up and we have some other people that'll be going there too. And it can be a nice little uh, locked on raise powwow there with that. So uh, that's going to be a fun, fun day for sure. Okay. uh, That wraps up this edition of the locked on raise podcast. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episodes of the Locked on MLB Prospects podcast and the Locked on Bets podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow.